This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, and welcome to the Full 90 Soccer Time podcast, our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, nerdy soccer culture, fan outrage, plenty of it, and COVID-19. All right, let's go MLS. We're your hosts for mornings on 107.7 The End. I'm Gregor. He's been in the locker room on the pitch and in the stats booth all before COVID-19. He's Brandon from the internet. Yeah, I was just thinking about how I probably won't be... Actually, my wife is the one that reminded me that I probably won't be in any of those places anytime this year, which made me really sad. Oh, yeah, that's quite the bummer. I mean, to be fair, neither will the players or staff or anyone else that works with these organizations because this whole world is falling apart real quick. At the same time, I read that the NFL is considering having people sign waivers to let them come to the the football games this fall. And I'm like, cool, that's how you, now, cool. that's yeah. specu- that's like that's like a I'm hearing reports that sure. I don't know who said it, but it's not like an official thing. But imagine that. Yeah, you could kind of just sign off and then we'll just stop worrying as soon as you leave about the quarantine that you need to go through so we don't kill old people in retirement homes. Great. Thanks. Oh my gosh. I mean So uh MLS MLS cares about its fans. It just doesn't care about the players. <laughs> <laughs> also doesn't care about its fans. <laughs> no, yeah, well. <laughs> Do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. Definitely five stars. Also, tell us if you think MLS cares about its fans. <laughs> <laughs> or your favorite favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player. Let's say any player that's headed to the tournament. Who's going to have a big tournament? Say that when you go do a review. Oh, good news from the review front. You know, you know who I think is going to have a good tournament is either a half cup of undercooked potatoes or a uh, rye bread sandwich with nothing but ham and mayonnaise. <laughs> hey, that's a $65 sandwich you're, you're making fun of there, buddy. <laughs> Man, oh... Man, talk about sandwiches made me think of delicatas. Made me want yeah. to get one of those mud honeys. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm, get, I'm gonna get one of those. Uh, Screw this! Let's, hey. I'll drive down from Snohomish. Let's go. <laughs> Speaking of reviews, I'm gonna give that sandwich a five star review. <laughs> All right, favorite uh, ever Seattle sandwich <laughs> Sounder sandwich. <laughs> oh man, that that's a whole podcast in itself. Favorite ever Seattle sandwich. Uh, We did get a review, though. Um, It had really nothing to do with our uh, soccer, which nothing ever does these days. Good, good. Perfect review. Uh, This this review came from Candy K8, who gave us five stars because she listens well. Um, I believe that's Candy Kate is how you pronounce that. Yeah, that would make that would that would make sense. Remember, Kate or die. Right. Uh, <laughs> Candy's uh, Candy's uh, review says this. She says, or Kate, I don't. Candy Kate says this. She says, "This podcast Sounders for those who don't take themselves seriously." Um, and her review is this: "Best bird for sumo, clearly the ostrich." <laughs> 
<laughs> now, the follow-up question that you posed to me, Brad, which I've done a bit of research on, is ostrich versus emo, emu in a sumo battle. Who okay. wins? Okay, first of all, ostrich versus emo? <laughs> ostrich with eyeliner on they have huge eyeballs too yeah man a lot of eyeliner like Uh, a choker chain and i'm I'm trying to imagine like an ostrich versus an emu uh imagine raul rui diaz as an ostrich (laughs) not hard to do first of all yeah 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 it's kind of like a I don't know. So uh, let me, the, the research I did on the ostrich versus emu here is that this is a very one-sided battle in any other sport because emus weigh between 80 and 90 pounds, so say like a 12-year-old, and ostriches weigh between 220 and 265, Holy so say like a, yeah, like a pre-season Roman Torres. <laughs> so what you're doing is you're effectively having a Roman Torres fight a child yeah. to decide who would win. And so, I mean, you like to think that Roman Torres could... De- you know, at least defend against a child. I think yeah. that that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then you look at sumo, and you got to take Enho into account. He right. is only like just over two hundred pounds. I think he's like ninety-five kilograms or something like that. He's just over two hundred pounds. That's tiny and, for a fat guy. That's small. Gu- yeah, he beats up on guys that are like four hundred pounds, like yeah. almost twice his weight, because he's quick and agile. And gets well, and low. you think so, of like the um, I'm using my hands, which you can see, but listeners can't. But you think of yeah, the yeah. um. Uh, leverage, I suppose, if you're a smaller guy. I don't know if he's actually shorter, but I'm assuming that an emu is shorter than an ostrich. Um, yeah, I've never I, seen them standing next to each but other. But I don't know if I can assume. I, I, well, that's because they, they just start fighting as soon as they're in the same room. It's like I, a, I imagine that, they, yeah, they hate each other and you it, have to keep them apart, it, like, uh, like beta fish. They have little, uh, uh, little bird syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> now, the famous parable, like David versus Goliath, like, you don't rule out the emu, but also, like, you gotta think, ostriches are mean as F, man. They are. Those are big, predatory birds. I don't think they're actually predators, but um, I've been to an ostrich farm before. Have you ever indulged? Uh, I've never. I've, I have never. <laughs> There's one between Tucson and Phoenix. Uh, Which is why I've never... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where ostriches flourish evidently is in the 110 degree heat of casa grande um anyway uh, there's an ostrich farm there so we went and they give you like a cup like the smallest size of popcorn at the movie theater they give you a cup and they fill it up with whatever the crap they eat i can't remember what it was and then the ostriches come over and i'll also do an act out and they peck at the cup and it's not like they like just nibble like a kitty cat eating a treat out of your hand and you get scared because they have sharp teeth right these ones just Peck like crazy, and so it's like whack, whack, whack. And you're like, ah, ah, ah. inevitably, every child there drops all of their stuff on the ground, and then the ostrich is like, "I win again, yeah. again." Roman Torres versus small child, twelve year old. I'd like to think that the, I'd like to think that Roman Torres could win. I'm talking, well, never mind. Uh, yeah, I think that Roman Torres has the advantage here. So when it comes to ostrich versus emu, I think that emu leaves. Ostrich versus emo, I think emo <laughs> might win with heart. I don't know. Emo might, might might get a little too uh, like intimidated by a 220 pound ostrich. But wait, but wait! If you cry loud enough, does the ostrich get scared? <laughs> That's what ostriches are scared of one thing, and it's mm. being very, very uh, open with your emotions. <laughs> yeah, it's like an emotional overflow is yeah. what kills ostrich. I, so I just you, hint- when you play when you play rock ostrich emu. No. When you play rock, ostrich, emo, if you, we all know that emo kills ostrich. Right. And then does rock kill e- emo? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I think emo kills rock. <laughs> Does uh, it? I don't, man. I don't know. I just sent you a picture um, because uh, I, I needed a diagram of a emu I'm, next I'm, to it. I'm also looking at this picture. Yeah. Okay. So I have two thoughts. First of all, emus are either really tiny or ostriches are huge. Like you're you're a tall guy when you were oh, next ostrich. when you were next to an ostrich. How big did it feel? Ostrich taller than Greg. No. Yeah, it's that's bigger terrifying than me. to me. That's a straight up dinosaur. Yeah, dude, it, they're crazy. I recommend if anyone's ever driven by an ostrich farm. I don't know. There's probably one around here somewhere. Right. Eastern Washington. If you ever drive by one, freaking stop. It is worth the four and a half minutes of entertainment that wow. you will likely get out of it. Okay. Like, My second thought is the emu looks like a Monty Python cutout thing where they like put human legs on a, uh, <laughs> like a swan. <laughs> like on a sofa cushion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> put a bird head on top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, the body looks like it was cut out from a, like a pattern, like a fabric pattern, right. like, a, like a character on the children's television show Chowder. Yeah. Like, it looks like they just found some fabric and cut it out and then put a head and some human legs on it. <laughs> like from like a really bad like 1890s ballet costume. Right. Like, that's what the legs look like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for all those 1800s <laughs> ballet aficionados listening right now. <laughs> you, like, this is, I feel like we have a very weird, like, you and I can both talk about NASCAR and ballet in the same conversation <laughs> because we both have <laughs> basically the same parents. <laughs> and, yo, do you want to talk about NASCAR? Because <laughs> I'm here for it. I did find myself talking about NASCAR this morning. Uh, and, uh, and now I'm talking, yeah. <laughs> uh, Formula One starts back up tomorrow, which I am obviously pumped about. I feel bad for the human beings that have to get together and get coronavirus in order for me to be entertained. But hey, speaking I, of stoked. speaking of, how about that MLS? <laughs> that MLS retournament is it's back. Oh. Um, so yeah, in the battle of ostrich versus emu sumo battle, I, it's anyone's it's anyone's match. Like out of fifteen, I'm going to say the ostrich wins. But like just in a one, which is like a one-time battle, I think it could go either way. So to wrap that up, I feel like we're both saying ostrich. I think we both say ostrich. Um, but if you like threw Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance in there, I, it all goes out. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. How it goes. Also, Inho fans, don't at me, okay? I don't know more. <laughs> I don't need any sumo comments right yeah, now. Yeah, okay? you've really received a lot of heat for the way that you talked about Inho on this show. I, and I'm a big fan. That's the thing. But I try to be objective, so. <laughs> poor Enho. Poor Enho. Okay, anyway. Uh yeah, the the big news this week is the MLS is back the retournament. So we are I'm surprised they, why haven't they co-opted that? Why haven't they used that? Like see it on Reddit and be like, yeah, let's lean into this. Yeah. Let's get people on our side. Yeah, it's it, they just need to call it the retournament. But um they need to do a lot of things, like one, possibly cancel this retournament and yeah, it, they yeah, probably 100%. won't. Yeah. Like return it to the idea bin that they took it from. Just right. like put it right back in, <laughs> close that thing up. We are going to retournament this idea into our <laughs> trash bin. We're gonna return the retournament and yeah. then flash it with some UV light. So maybe we'll use it again next year. MLS is back to not happening. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, all right. The, so well, so first of all, this thing is supposed to kick off. We're recording on the second. This thing is supposed to kick off in a week from today yep. on the ninth. And um, since so all of the players have until Friday the third of July to report to Orlando. So the Sounders, for instance, have left 
almost as much as little time in Orlando as possible before this tournament actually kicks off because I think yeah. they're they're trying to protect player safety. They're trying to like limit it to you're only hanging out with your families and the te- players on your team as far as the Sounders are concerned. Mm-hmm. They are leaving for Orlando on Friday, which means that they have to quarantine basically for the one week up until the tournament starts. The first time that they'll see any other players will be uh, their first match against San Jose, uh, which would be the 10th, right? Um, the, all of these other teams, it's coming out from MLS and from these other teams' uh, press press relations and all these other people that almost everybody in MLS has tested positive for coronavirus, it sounds like. <laughs> there are a lot of positive tests, and it is very frightening. <laughs> so yesterday, I think I was looking at this, um, on the 1st of July, uh, MLS put out an official statement. MLS announces that 18 players and six staff members have tested positive for the coronavirus. Since that has come out, multiple Uh-oh. teams, Orlando, Dallas, um, uh, there's been Wait only- a second. Hold on. You're saying the team from the place where it's happening has coronavirus? I know. Yeah, they Get have like here. three or four players or something and, and a coach. Dallas comes out and um and and has six players. Uh and and that's and I'm sure that that is a you know, they've been in training. So how many people have it and who just haven't tested positive yet for it? What's that goalkeeper's name that's suspended? Jesse, Jesse Gonzalez. Uh, suspended it, for domestic violence, first of all. It's uh, well, way to step on my joke I'm about to make because it's going to get weird now. But uh, it's too bad that, that Jesse Gonzalez is suspended because he could have showed up and choked the COVID from the team. Oh, he could have just like right there. Just like, <laughs> come on, get out. No, just, come on, come on, man. Just pretend it's new. But then you made it about domestic violence when yeah. I was saying it was about soccer. So yeah. thanks, Brandon. Jesus. Yeah. From the LA Times, the tournament is on thin, uh, is on thin ice, says Zachary Biney, an epi epidemiologist at Oxford College of Emory University. It all depends on what we see in terms of positive tests over the next week or so. Like I said before, good thing this isn't the NFL, otherwise the scientists would be burned on a pile of unused face masks and concussion studies. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 it's bananas to me that they're still deciding to move forward with it. Like every other team is coming out. Um, I mean, Dallas is if it if with as many players as they have in this kind of shape or being suspended for doing like actual crimes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- th- who are they going to play? Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> this podcast is about upholding the truth, <laughs> right? I think like the only teams that have come out, and this is very indicative of not only uh, MLS at this point, but the entire world, is that the only teams who have come and said that they've had absolutely zero positive tests. Can you guess the three? Oh, wait, that have said they've had zero tests? They've had zero positive tests. They've been testing and have had zero oh, positive tests. They're not using the president's strategy of, oh, well, we just haven't tested. <laughs> we just haven't tested, so they're fine. We, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't have any positive cases, yeah. obviously. Also, no um, hamstring injuries. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's one. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Shouldn't have tested. <laughs> yeah, who tested for hamstrings? It's Damn that it. new guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, if you if you can guess the three, uh, I, I I a won't there's be surprised. No way. No, you could test. Can you, you could guess. Is it is it like how the president would talk about it, or is it about teams that are actually doing a good job? They're that's actually the, the, doing a good job. They're oh, actually doing a good job. Seattle. 
Uh, they haven't had any positive tests, but I don't think that they've come out and said. I, uh, no, because they oh. did have one positive test a while back. Oh, I thought that was just within the organization, though, right? Yeah, not a, not yeah. A, not a, not a, that was like front office. They, I don't know if they said it was front. Was it front office? Yeah, probably front office. I'll make I, I it really. Know. I can't remember. I'll make it th- really easy for you. It was the three yeah. Canadian teams. <laughs> oh, obviously. Where? Oh man, that's I. Sorry, that's I feel so stupid now for not having been able to figure that out. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. So congratulations to uh, the White Craps and Toronto and Montreal for being able to. I don't know why I said it like that. For being able to use their Canadian smarts and healthcare system to fight it off. Also, terrible decision making to send your teams to America. Uh, sorry, <laughs> yeah. they hate it when you say America and Canada to the United States. Yeah. To s- souther, but not furthest South America. <laughs> uh, like. I can't believe it. I can't believe the whole tournament is happening. I know. Uh, well, at least what the teams that have shown up in Florida are being well treated, though, right? Things are going oh really gosh. good. Yeah, I mean, I know. I'm assuming that you're alluding to the sandwich photos that are coming from many <laughs> players at this point. Now, it's so awesome. This is all. This is all up in the air. So, first of all, the the relations between the players and the player union and the league is on like this tournament is on thin ice because they uh, hammered out a CBA just to be able to play this tournament in the first place. And that CBA, like the way that the MLS uh, treated the the union was uh, they, they basically played their nuclear option and forced the players into a, a pretty crappy deal. According to the players. CBA is the collective bargaining agreement between the players union and the league to determine how people will get paid and how the images of the players will be used and um, what their responsibility is to live up to their contracts that they've signed in the face of an unforeseen pandemic. Right. Like uh, a lot of players are taking upwards of 10% or more uh, pay cuts because of the the, uh, abbreviated season. I feel their pain. Yeah. Oh, no. Um so they're posting these photos right now, and they're, I think that they're just not holding out on their criticism of the way that the league is handling um, this tournament. Because yeah. uh, Omar Gonzalez, who uh, I don't love <laughs> as, a, as a player, but he posts this picture of when I was joking about a half, a half of a cup of undercooked potatoes and a rye bread sandwich with only ham and mayonnaise. That's the picture that he posted. And I can't tell what's going on with the banana, but it looks like it's been eaten out of... It could just be like a visual trick like that. The ham is covering it or something but it looks like it's been like mites have been nibbling on it <laughs> no it's a visual trick but i hear you it yeah. definitely looks like that banana has seen better days yeah. um but it's it's i mean and, and it's coming out from like so total soccer show which is a soccer podcast uh that does a way better job of talking about soccer than us uh they said the update on the mls food situation is that the, they said that a source says that the box meals are the room service option for players who couldn't make it to the actual meals in the dining area so maybe this is what you get if you're in self-quarantine or if you were training yeah. during that time or something like that and the players it says on on like in this photo he posted a picture of the menu as well and it says that this meal is 65 dollars and if you look mm. at a picture of the meal it go to omar Vis- uh omar viskel oh that's a name i haven't said in a long time the mariner old <laughs> uh if you go to omar gonzalez's twitter account and look at this picture which is omar number four and then gonzalez to be able to see it it's or just search <laughs> just google yeah. it it's crazy if they if you paid 65 dollars for that you would think that well you were at an airport it it's Marginally better than what a twelve-year-old would eat before fighting 
against <laughs> Roman Torres, Torres if you were at public school. It's like just marginally better than that. Yeah. But it is like for $65, it is um it looks like it's overpriced by about $57, maybe 58. <laughs> maybe more. Uh it's it's like the kind of thing like when you had field day in elementary school like toward the yeah. end of the season or toward the end of the year. Uh <laughs> oh, oh by the way, we're calling school year seasons from now on. <laughs> Yeah, my senior season. <laughs> uh, it looks like the kind of thing that they give all of the kids who don't give a crap about what they're eating because they're out playing with like those big dump parachutes. <laughs> oh, man, that was the best. My kid, for Pride, we bought a, a rainbow flag. Yeah. And he saw it hanging up and he goes, oh, put that on my floor. Because he thinks of it as a, he's two and he thinks that it's a rainbow parachute. Right. That we're going <laughs> to, because he already knows that feeling. Right. So. Uh, he's like, yeah, no, no, not, no, first you need to eat a crappy sandwich. <laughs> yeah, you eat the rest of your, of your, the banana that should be banana bread, kid. Anyway. So, I mean, le- I mean, just to finish this thought about, like, the way the players are being treated and, like, FC Dallas coming in with a ton of basically positive cases, according to The Athletic, uh, the entire Dallas team has to be isolated at the team hotel, and they will be tested every day for 14 days. And I don't know if you know anything about the test, but it is sticking a yeah. thing way up in your nose. Yeah. Uh, and uh, no contact allowed with other teams or staff. So people are thinking, if you have some positive tests and these players have been exposed to each other, uh, FC Dallas could realistically have to sit out their first match, which is on the ninth. Which these are regular yeah. season ma- these matches count toward your regular season point total. So if you have to sit out a match, what is, you just forfeit it or? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I imagine you just take as. But what I want to know is what the other team gets. Do they get you get a one win? point for a? Do they get a win or yeah, a draw? So when you forfeit it, when you forfeit a match, like say in the regular season, mm-hmm. um, a team can't travel or something because they're idiots. Pandemic. Yeah, yeah. or a pandemic. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, then you. I think you get an automatic three nil win. Oh, so it even counts. Wait. It even counts against uh, counts you for get, your um, goals. Goals allowed, or you sorry, get a goals three scored. nil. Yeah. Whoa. If you have to forfeit a match, you give up a three nil. Uh, a three nil win to the opposing team. That's crazy. So three points. So if the Sounders, for instance, if their game against Dallas, which I don't think would happen because. Well, it could. It's their second game. It was on July fifteenth. Uh, if 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 for some reason <laughs> Dallas wasn't able to play, uh, maybe they just move one of the teams from the Eastern Conference six six team group over to the Western Conference for that. Um, I doubt they can. I bet you there's lawyers that would be like, "Nope, that's not how it's structured." Well, you end up with a well. This is this is with all of these games counting toward your regular season point total. Then you end up with some weird Im- unbalanced. Uh, schedule where you've played more Eastern Conference teams than you've played Western, or like for that Eastern Conference team, you would have played more Western Conference teams, uh, and you know it gets all complicated after that. When are we going to start calling this the MLS isn't back tournament? That's what I. <laughs> I think that's about. That's the next page in this story. I feel like we could spend the entire second half of this podcast doing fake fan outrage. <laughs> I mean, the internet is is rightfully very upset about this thing. Like I obviously want soccer back. Of I, course. I, like I, I have you been God damn it Twitter. I hate Twitter. Oh. Sorry, spoiler. I just lost it. Yeah, they like they're just openly posting live sports scores on it. Like on the don't go to Twitter right now because if you're on the homepage it's just like that thing you're recording because you're doing a podcast with your buddy and we live in a time of technology where you can watch things whenever you want. 
Spoiled! It's my okay. own fault. I get it for going. Oh, it's like the huh? first thing that you see. It's the first thing in bright colors. It's like, yeah. hey, look over here. He's like, you what's happening? Sports? What's There's happening? There's only one sport here's right the now. score. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me what's happening and let me click through, you morons. God. But also, that's it. a surprising thing to see. I, I've already blocked it out. I know the score, but I like yeah. don't know who's winning. Anyway, sorry. I distracted. I was going to look something up there, but I guess not, huh? Um, what were we saying? Now that my my own out- oh, I was gonna look for an outrage on it, but I'm not doing that now. No, I mean there's so. I, basically the TLDL is that um, people, a lot of Sounders fans I've seen, and I'm not sure if every team feels this way, but for a team that so far has been relatively healthy and um, hasn't had any reported cases as far as we've seen, uh, a lot of Sounders fans are saying, why would you risk the health of these players and their families? Because yes, they're young and yes, maybe, you know, people around our age are not the highest risk for uh, a, like if, if you contract COVID of having it really screw your, screw up your uh, body long-term. However, if it does, um, I mean, you're seeing reports of even young people who recover from it, who were symptomatic, uh, have long-term damage to their lungs. And yeah. being on a ventilator, I mean, it sounds like, oh, a thing sounds helps awesome. you breathe. Yeah, you're like, oh, I get to be Darth Vader for a week? Right. Cool. If you look at the diagrams of the way it works, you, it's it looks incredibly painful and terrible. And you're talking about putting a bunch of players into close proximity, swe- sweating and breathing on each other and like pushing up against each other in the box, uh, defending corner kicks uh, against a team like Dallas, who has had so many positive cases already. Um, you're not You're not just like potentially risking these players you are absolutely risking them right because there's no there's not a lot of data about how long it takes for the coronavirus to actually leave somebody who's tested positive system right and or does it ever or does it ever people keep going like we need a cure and i'm like name one virus that we have a cure for i don't think that exists yeah. It's like, listen, we like walk around with all this stuff and none of us really understand the big picture of how biology works over the course of thousands of years because we just don't have the data or whatever. And even, yeah. even then we apply our stupid politics to it to be like, masks don't work as they do that. Yeah. Um, but the idea that like, you know, we don't talk about HIV or something like that anymore, but it's still there. Yeah, it's still <laughs> We have thing. drugs to help control it and like we can get it into um, a manageable position, but we... This stupid thing that we got right now, this COVID nineteen, is it was from twenty nineteen. Like right. we haven't, there's just not the time on it yet. So it's like, it's it, it's one thing to say all of these teams have isolated uh, beyond the point where and in like anybody who's tested positive, automatic like disqualify, like you cannot play in this tournament. Like that's yeah. not, but that's not what they've said. They've said like <laughs> if you've tested positive, wait it out for fourteen days and then you can play again. Uh, and these are people who make a living based on their well-being, right? Like if you get yeah. injured and you can't play and it's your final uh, year of a contract, uh, Will Bruin, for instance, um, if you're if you're injured and you can't prove that you're you can stay healthy and stay on this team, uh, you just recover from a hamstring injury or you just recover from whatever it might be, and then you get COVID and you can't play for a couple months. Yeah. That's that's your life. That's like that's your livelihood. 
so, so, and you're expecting these play. I mean, and these players want to play because that's also their livelihood. That's how they get pay, uh, paid, right? Well, and I don't know about you, but like when you slack off for a few days at work or whatever, do you end up being like super nervous about like, oh, they're going to fire me? Obviously, right. they're going to fire me. Right. Like that's these professional athletes aren't immune to they and they. In their twenties, like I'm old as crap now, but like I think and still worry about these things. But anyone that has any doubt about their future has got to be like, yeah, I'll play. I guess I'll put myself at risk to be able to pull this off. Well, and you know, a lot of these uh, contracts are structured. A lot of the way these players' contracts are structured is by um, you know performance, and they have incentives, right? You score X amount of goals, you play X amount of games, you start X amount of games, not even just play in. Um, keep your clean sheets stuff yeah, like that you yeah. get 500 bucks if you score a goal in this game or you get not in specific games but if you score yeah, a goal yeah. you'll get 500 bucks if you get a start you get a thousand like whatever it might be um yeah. and then that's how you get a raul Ruiz diaz to seattle you say we can pay you this amount of money that's not probably the top pay for right. whatever premier league you came from but also if you hit 20 goals we pay you an extra half a million dollars so what yeah. you know that type yeah, of structuring exactly, exactly. and then that's taken away. I, I can't imagine. Like, look at Carlos Vela. Like, I was just reading uh, ESPN FC is speculating that he's not coming. Yeah, he's he's straight I've, up said, I'm I'm considering opting out. I have a family. Like, I, I don't yeah. want them to get exposed to this. I, I need to take care of them. I need to be close to them and healthy. You know? It's crazy. Speaking of Raul Ruiz Diaz and completely off topic, but I was recently yeah, reading some reports of... Uh, I think it was uh, Nico Moreno on Twitter, who is an excellent follow for Sounders News. And specifically, mm-hmm. if you're looking for, um, you know, toward the, the Spanish-speaking players, because Nico's a great Spanish reporter. And um, he himself is not Spanish. He speaks Spanish. He's, he has Spanish a really great language. Rapport. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He has a great rapport with a lot of these players. Anyway, his reporting was... Uh, the stuff that you love to see, you know how you always see like Nico Ladero is like, oh, I would love to someday re- return to Boca Juniors and 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 go play with them, and I loved playing there, and he was like a legend when he played there. Raul Ruiz Diaz recently came out and said, I would love to play the rest of my career here. Uh, he, he's like, <laughs> my family's thinking about living in Seattle long term. We love the city. Uh, we love to play here. And like, you have a lot of players who say that just because it's a fan, it's a, you know, fans love you when you say that kind of thing, but it seems very sincere. You know, he's well, like, we're talking about Freddie Montero. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Freddie Montero comes here, uh, meets his wife in Bellevue and, and then still has a house here, ha- opened up a coffee shop here. Like he's, he's a Seattle resident now, even though he lives in stupid Vancouver. I hear it's because Raul found a neck tattooist that he's really fond of. And so now he needs to Rather find than, somebody who's able to extend his neck so he can get more. And we're at the height of genetics information in the country, so why not do some CRISPR gene editing to get that stretch that neck? I, I, Don't protect your neck. This is 2020. You got to stretch your neck. Stretch your neck. Uh, I know an emu guy. You just gotta. You gotta meet my emu guy. <laughs> he will just put your head and neck right onto the body of a couch. It is amazing. But don't worry, you can keep your human legs. By the way, do you want Roman Torres tattooed on your calf? Because I did that once and I can do it again. I wish there was a way that we could have animal species playing in the MLS. Like, I wish that there could actually be an emu that was good at soccer. Like, think how fast it would be, but terrible at headers because it would just break its neck. Um, So, like, you can't, like, terrible on set-piece defense for sure. But if you need a winger, pun intended, you you got the perfect (laughs) emu all set up. Well, first of all, we we know that Zlatan is a giraffe, right? Yep. So we're we're halfway there. 
Yeah, we have animal human. there. <laughs> Stop it. That was great. <laughs> that was terrible. That was great. Uh, we so we have like we have like man bear pig hybrids playing in Ooh, the in the yeah. league, but we don't quite have yeah. just straight up throw an emu in there and see what happens. Coach Schmetz is just on the sideline. Be like, what would the emu's name be? Like Gerald. <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> no, that's the draft. That's from a book my kid reads. It's just like a uh, emu, like probably like Steve emu. <laughs> yes. Steve, get back! Stop eating worms. <laughs> That's why the Sounders play on artificial turf. It just keeps pecking at the the Gatorade on the side. <laughs> <laughs> like at halftime, they like tear the oranges up and put it in a cup and like shake it, and they come over, peck, 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 peck. <laughs> All these like eighteen year olds that the Sounders have recently signed are holding their Gatorade cups out. They're like freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Hey, do e- question for you? Yeah, great. Do emu get coronavirus? Um, well, so I was reading on Facebook recently, <laughs> which does make me an expert on this. Uh, emu, hey, are- don't get coronavirus. Oh, great! Yeah, they give it, but they don't get it. Yeah. Oh, our kangaroo. What if we played with only Australian animals? Like, what if there was a clause that you could only sign Australian animals? <laughs> There's like a koala. A wombat. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they have other animals. like, Or they have like deadly snakes. Yeah. Yeah, like big old spiders. Also, could we consider adding a pit to the... Like, So if you fell into the pit, there'd be like snakes to eat you. Is that like... This is just turning into like a platformer. Like a a platform game. Oh. Where you just get to... Like what was that game where you were the guy and you swaying over the pits and... Oh, Pitfall? Pitfall. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's what that's what I want. Like there exactly. could be vines hanging down. You could swing over the alligator pit. If an alligator gets out, it whips its tail. Are there any? Uh, e- are there? I'd pay to see Roman Torres fight an alligator. <laughs> he lives in Florida now. <laughs> ah! <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> um, uh, I was gonna, I was just about to ask. And this is so irrelevant now. But are there any emos living in Australia? <laughs> Is it and possible are any that- emus emo? Oh, uh, an emo. Uh, oh, damn it! I can't. They got the hair co- covered over their eyes like this, <laughs> and like they, they, yeah, that's uh, they have a lot of neck tattoos. <laughs> yeah, I want to draw. In, I want to draw this version of you. That thing that we yeah, never please. did. Yeah. Oh, well, I got a screenshot yeah, yeah, yeah. of this. Oh, you want that? You want that? Oh, I got it. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um. I guess that's uh, we're a week away from a tournament that may or may not happen. Well, that's where we're at. We haven't talked about like the real Sounders news. Like, there's one thing, and that's they sounded they uh, they hired they signed another child uh, to play for for the team. His name is he's Hawaiian. He's from uh, uh, Hawaii, but he's been playing in the <laughs> <laughs> he's been playing in the academy uh, and playing for the Tacoma Defiance and S two. And his name is Shandon Hope Hope. Hopeow, Hopeow. Ho- I don't know how to say it actually, but um, he's a kid. I've, I've been at a cabin, not looking at the internet for the last several days out of Mount Rainier. I like have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Well, they signed um, another person who is in the uh, very uh, unlikely to come down with symptomatic coronavirus, so they they can take him to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Is he is he still in high school or anything? Is he like senior season or? <laughs> 
let's see. I because I uh, just learned enough to say his first name, which is basically just my name, but with a sh at the front. <laughs> no, he's twenty one years old. I was uh, I was wrong. Born in nineteen ninety eight. Hmm. You know what else happened in nineteen ninety eight? Nope. I graduated high school. Casey just returned from your hydration break. Man, I've been watching a ton of Premier League. I don't know about you. Oh, I've also if- had a ton. St- I've had a ton spoiled on Twitter. Oh yeah, I wonder if they're going to have hydration breaks in uh, in the MLS is back retournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, they're not going to have the tournament, so no. But if yeah. the tournament goes on, then then yes. All right, allegedly. <laughs> in case you just returned from hydration break, it's time for TLDL. Too long. Didn't listen. Uh, too long didn't listen. MLS hotels are using Canadian math to charge for sandwiches. <laughs> They're also using public school lunch recipes to make sandwiches. <laughs> too long didn't listen. You got to meet Raul Riediaz. Oh boy. Uh, too long didn't listen. You got to meet Raul Riediaz's emu guy. Oh, he's good. <laughs> is there is there like an emu rancher? Is that how that works? Too long didn't listen. Preseason Roman Torres. Basically an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs>